Kia Makaia, Taku Kotaha, Kiteraki, Kitetonga, Kiteuru, Kiterafati, Katau, Katitia Ikone, Kitepai, or Party People, Katakaia, Kitimahika, Fua, Kia Koto, Ehikama, Komihingarangiti, Nei, No Mai, Hoki Mai, Kia Party People. Welcome to this breakout episode of Party People, Natipuna, Tongariwa, Airirangitimutu, Iutu. Uh, we've, we're here to convene a special Council of Chiefs, otherwise known as Tauhenare and Shane Tipo, to discuss the National Party leadership bust-up. Tēnā kōrua. Ora. E piana? I don't want to. So, 48 hours ago, Simon mm. Bridges was minding his own business, tweeting about his new book and growing a mullet, uh, and seemingly plotting to roll his leader, Judith Collins. Tau, what was going on for the National Party in the last couple of weeks? Um, the two houses, you know, there's one house, the Lannisters, mm. you know, on one, one go you've got Cersei and on the other one is Tyrion. And they're, 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 they're reasonably happy with each other. Um, there's no crossover, there's no fighting, but really in the back kitchen they are going hammer and tongs at each other. And Cersei knows that she wants to be queen and if she can't be queen, he can't be king. That's what's happened. That's what's happened in the last 48 hours. What are you hearing, Shane? Well, it was on for, uh, it was really on over the last two weeks. Yeah. Simon had told people, his inner sanctum, that he was going to give it a go. And then others thought, well, if he's going to give it a go, we'll all be in. And, you know, other, other forces were lining up. Langston was sort of trying to raise his profile. Uh, you know, so it was all on for the last two weeks. And it was only a matter of time, you know, a little bit, perhaps I'd had a little bit to drink some six weeks ago when I said <laughs> that it was on. But, but it was on and it was slowly getting momentum and the polls pushed people to move a little bit quicker. Yes, and this is all hearsay, as we might say. But this isn't Simon's first rodeo, is it, Tay? No, he'd been in the ring before and he got knocked out. You know, and, and um, you know, when a heavyweight uh, gets knocked out, you know, oh, you know, gee, I don't think you should go again. I think you should save yourself. I think you should protect yourself. Don't, don't, don't do it. But he's been... He's been behind the scenes, Tyrion's behind the scenes trying to get the crown off Cersei. That's, this, this really is a chapter of the House Lannister and it's all come crashing down. And you know why? Because Cersei um, pulled the pin on the grenade and forgot to throw the grenade. Instead, she threw the, she threw the pin and held onto the grenade and it all blew up. That was a great tweet that week. I think that was Chris Wekaida who might have tweeted that one. He's great. Did, did he see it coming? Did Simon Bridges see this coming, Shane? I think he did see it coming. I, I, and also, you know, Judith's behaviour over the last 48 hours, is Judith, we've all known since, you know, since she came into Parliament, it was only a matter of time where it was going to be self-destruction and she had one card to play, let's take him out. He, he's my main opposition, but, you know... She, it exploded in her face and badly, and rightfully so too. And she's too. put herself yeah. in front of the party, yeah. which is reprehensible. Mm. You know, in politics, you always do put yourself up. Let, let's re re recap. Um, so on our last episode, only a few days ago, yes. you'll recall Shane. Uh, Shane said Judith Collins will burn the house down before she hands over the keys to the leadership. Mm. Simon had beaten her in the News Hub poll um, for preferred leader. She might have listened to that show, who knows, because the next night she issued a press statement at 9.30pm, which commentators said was career-ending for Simon Bridges. We all went to bed and we thought it was, did we? Yeah, well, well, well I, I thought to myself, no, 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 this can't be the end of it. There has to be another chapter. And lo and behold, you know, the old pyromaniac Judith is, she put herself 
and everybody else in the caucus inside the shed and torched it. And, and, and really, that's where we are at. Um, can, you, can you sort through the rubble? Can you put out the little, the little flames that have been left behind? What do you do with the arsonists? And there's not just one arsonist. There's two, and that, the other one is Simon. So basically, we ne you need to deselect Simon, or Tyrion, and, and Cersei, and let the others have fair go. So mm. politics is fickle, as we know. You're a political nut. You yeah. watched it play down. You probably didn't even sleep very much. Didn't. So no, that's right. Um, the next morning, you see them all turn up to, par uh, to Parliament. Where did Judith Collins go wrong? Oh, Judith Collins overplayed her card, overplayed the, hyperbole, the political hyperbole, which she does uh, every time. When I read, and I, and I read the pre-statement really carefully, she talked about a verbal issue that arose several years ago. Several means more than three. So, you know, I didn't think that she had anything on this guy that was, like, you know, relevant and, and recent. And the other thing is that, you know, you've got to give someone his due. He's, you know, this guy was a Crown Prosecutor at a very young age. I thought that he would have a very good position by the next morning. He was wise. He didn't react immediately. And, uh, but what he did do is he, he held his leader to his account and he said, I'm demanding a caucus at 9am the next day. And then I think uh, that um, stand-up just before he went in, I, I, I knew then it was certainly all over. Yeah, um, you're a national man, though, and you've been talking about the two sides. Used so to be. Used to be. In the past, the Māori... Uh, oh, sorry, the National Party is an amalgamation of the Liberals and the Conservatives mm -hmm. from way back in 1936. What is it currently? And, you know, what is... What does the future it's, look like? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a combination of, of, of things. The, I don't think there are those from 1936 that have that sort of liberal and conservative vision anymore. Um, what, we've, what we've got there is journeymen um, who are there because they know somebody in the party. Uh, there are really skilled people. Um, I, I, I think there are too many uh, people who have come through uh, parliament itself, you know, working in Parliament itself. Um, but hey, there, there, there are, there, there's, it, it's all a new game, you know, as as you as you go on. And I think there's a, a quite a, a lot of people who could actually bring the party together if they only tried, if they only put their own uh, own tuckers at the back instead of in the front. Yeah. I mean, National used to be untouchable, eh, Shane? Yeah. And I guess, do you blame the leadership or do you look to the back end of the political party? You've, well, you've... All of it, all of it. First of all, you know, Judith went, the president has to go. Uh, you know, this this thing where Judith said, oh, well, the board had supported me and now after he, he became a hero, he got brave when she left, you know, he should have immediately said, no, no, that wasn't quite true. So they need to go, here is the fundamental problem of the National Party. They're stuck in an economic time zone that's 30 odd years old, they've got a lack of diversity, they, 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 they haven't got their finger on the pulse in terms of issues that are particularly um, important to younger people, climate change, etc. And they're looking for 1950s, 60s solutions to 1921 issues. Yeah, but let's, yeah. Not, let's not forget the Labour Party, not so long ago, went through five or six leaders as well. Yeah. You know, so they've been through that and they've come out the other end. And, and there's a group of people in the National Party who will be thinking, OK, this is our worst day. Yeah. This is as, as bad as it gets. Can we move into that sort of new three, five, seven, ten-year period and change things around? Because it's going to take a while. 
It's not going to happen by Friday next week. Could it, it get worse? Yeah, it, yeah, it can get it can get worse because what the Labour Party didn't have, they really didn't have a force on the centre left, where the National Party has a force on the centre right, and that's act. So it absolutely could get get worse. You know, if they if this next no. leader if no, this no, no, next no, no, no. if this next leader there's, there's fails, a, if this next leader fails, they're going to have some now. problems. It's a Labour, well, it could, that's a Labour man talking it could now. Get worse, because Tom. you know what, Shane's got a, Shane's got his hand on the knife and he's going like. <laughs> And he loves it. Okay, he'll That's why come. he's up until three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Tell me what you think. So, okay, what's going to happen uh, is that I'm picking. Yes. I'm, I'm actually picking. Are we going to the picking now? Oh, no, no, no. We'll, we'll save that. We'll save that because I'm, I'm going to knock your socks off. <laughs> okay, what's going to happen with Judith Collins now? She's, she's, well, she should be she's just... Already to, she's told Mikey Sherman she's going to stand again in public. Oh, who cares what, she's, what Judith yeah, is saying? got to go. The fact of the matter is she actually lied. Yeah. She lied. She said my, the board of the National Party yep. is unanimously behind the decision. Yeah. Bollocks. Yeah. The, the board wasn't. Mm. And Shane is absolutely right. The president should have come up right then and there and said, actually, sorry, that's not what the board said. We just want an inquiry into what's happening. Should the president go then? Of course he should. He should have gone ages ago over the, over the Jamie Lee Ross debacle. This, you know, I mean, this, and the, the worst, is, and the worst political loss in, in a generation. Absolutely, eh? yeah. the stuff is piling up yeah. on the president. But here's the, the problem with getting rid of the, the the president. You've got yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full board members. Yeah. Who 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 actually should go as well? Just on Judith Collins, will they have her back? They should, they ought not to. They've got a good excuse to get rid of rid of her. She will not. She will not go quietly. She'll sit on the back bench, and you know, I, I, I listened to what she said. Oh, I will speak for those that uh, yeah. that need a voice. Uh, she will. There will be ten percent of her that will say, "I've got another crack at this," and she will undermine whoever gets that job. You've That's got right. to get rid of her, and I think they've got the ability to do that, and they should do it quickly. But it's like Finlayson said, yeah. both. I agree. Judith both and Simon them. at the next election yeah. should toddle off and find something else to do. Because it's too toxic. The whole, the, you know, even if you get rid of one, the other part of the toxic duo yeah. is still there. Yeah. But also, if you've been around, been on the political scene for twenty years, what new have you got to offer? You can't just reinvent yourself and reinvent yourself. You've been there twenty years. You've had your go. Yeah. You haven't got leadership. You're not prime minister by then. How do you to? Would things be different if Bill English had stayed on? Oh no, most probably. I think it would have just put it off. Um, you know, uh, it would have uh, left it in abeyance until Bill had decided to go anyway. Mm. And then you would have still seen uh, the, the scrap between Simon and, and Judith erupt over the next three years. OK, well, Shane Riti, mm. he's uh, the, the interim leader. He uri no ngāpuhi, ngāti wai, ngāti hine, ngāti kura. That's us. He's, had a, he's got a Bachelor uh, of Human Biology, Obstetrics, Medicine, Surgery, received a scholarship to work at Harvard. He's received a Queen's Service Medal for Services to the community, sat on the Northland District Health Board, recently gone back to the tools. He's been administering vaccinations all through the North, knocking on doors with iwi. Um, he won the Whangarei seat 2014 and has been the Deputy Leader since 2020. Mm. Is he a future Prime Minister? I think he, I think he is. I, I, I think he's the sort of um, he's the epitome of a 1950s, 1960s uh, uh, Maori national supporter um, who's done all of that um, and hasn't uh, patted himself on the back. You, you see it yesterday in the press conference. He was he was very assured. 
he, he knew that there's a job that needs to be done, and that's to get to Tuesday. And then from there, you pick your leader and let's, let's build uh, the party again. He's, he's a good set of hands. He's not going to set the world on fire, but who in the National Party in the last 85 years has set the world on fire? Maybe, maybe Muldoon, he's set the, the world on fire, he's set New Zealand on fire as well. But, you know, it's, 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 he's in the, that mould. Just on that description you had of him, 50s, 60s, uh, you know, uh, in, in elections gone past, in the Māori electorates, there was always about 10% in the party vote that fluctuated between national and New Zealand first. Yep. I mean, are they, is that the kind of Māori that might change their oh, colours? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've been uh, seeing it on my Facebook, on my Twitter, mm. and even I've got texts from other people that um, who, you wouldn't think they were um, hearty national supporters, but they are, they are, they are now, if, especially if Shane uh, gets the nod. But there are other players in the market as well, and this is not just about um, being nice. This yes, is yes, we'll get there soon. Yeah. Uh, Shane, mm. it, it, it's a great CV. Oh, it's a great CV. It's a great CV. Great backstory. Why is he being touted great as the leader? Well, you know is what? Possible? Today on a, on a television poll. He got 60% support, and I think the next person was at 15, 20. He's the only success story of the National right. uh, Party over the last 12 years. You know, uh, last 12 months, he lost his seat, but you know, <laughs> they lost Rangi Tata. I don't think, I don't think the people will hold that against him. The problem that he has is that every time he was talking sense, common sense, his leader was talking hyperbole. When you talk about his background, this is a guy when the bombs went off in the Boston Marathon, he was a first responder. He's got a fantastic backstory, and the other thing with uh, the good Dr Reti is what you see is what you get. He ain't going to play the politics of the game. He ain't going to... He'll play the ball, not the man. And I think he will be a safe set of hands. Uh, he may not be the answer in terms of winning the next election, but I think he'll help build national towards uh, a, a victory in may, maybe in two cycles. Is he, will he be tainted by Collins? No, I think, he'll, I, I think that uh, he put that to, to rest yesterday in terms of his handling of that of that stand-up. Uh, he's got he's got internal mana, he's got external mana, and I just think that he's he's less of a risk than the other he's, contenders. He's like that old doctor yeah. that you really, really love to sit on your bed when you're crook. When you've got a crook guts or when you've got a headache or your tonsils are inflamed, you want the old Shane, Dr Shane, to be at your bedside. To nurse you. Hey, I, you know, I had Dr. Rutter. You know, this is a, he was like 150 years old. He liked that. You know, you want that reassurance. The well, party needs it. Why is the media and, you know, other, other commentators not touting him as one of the possible leaders? Here's the reason why. The mainstream media love nothing more than a spill. They love nothing more than politi politicians trying to rip each other's throats out. Honestly, it's the go-to game for the press gallery. Yeah, exactly, and also part of it is they want people who they know won't succeed. Yeah, that's right. Because there's no story in, in there's no story in someone who's moderate and who's someone who takes a slowly but steady approach. They want the so-called star that will go up. And you know the problem with stars, they come down just as quickly, don't they? But here's the here's the problem. You know, we're, we're singing the praises of Shane, Dr. Shane. Yeah. Because of death, you reckon? He's he's great. <laughs> I, I love him. I love him. Love him to bits, not only because he's a northerner. Um, Nothing to do with it. Um, but is he going to be the leader on Tuesday? Yeah, that's the issue. And let's, you know, you, you've got to, 
you've got to put aside what your dreams and hopes might yeah. be. What's the reality on Tuesday? Yeah, what do you think? Is he just a placeholder? He is a placeholder, and he is actually a person I'd keep on as deputy leader, at the, at the very least, because he can do that job. And a dep- the deputy leader's job is to rally the troops, is to, is to put A over here and number two over here. You know, it's that sort of job. Is he a it- Michael Cullen? Yeah, he is. Cullen, Cullen was fantastic. Cullen was fantastic. Could have been a, actually, Cullen would have been a, a, a great prime minister. Mm. But at the end of the day, he knew where his skills lay. The other thing, the other thing about uh, Shane Reti, he's very good at policy development, and he'll and he'll also take a bit of a radical approach when it's ne- when it's needed. Um, quite conservative on some health issues, but medical marijuana, he was right behind it. He had a very good articulated, a very good policy. So not I think a, he's got not, the skills. Not opposed to the um, Māori Health Authority. No, not opposed to the Māori Health Authority. Uh, issues over thanks, uh, thanks. issues over. Um, reproductive rights that I've got a fundamental problem with them over, yes. but, you know. But he's been working with iwi uh, yes. in the COVID uh, challenge yeah. and yeah. in support of, of iwi being Absolutely. funded and resources to do so. Uh, last year he was un- elected unopposed mm. to become deputy. Um, is he liked by his colleagues? Is that I think he is liked by his colleagues and I think he's more liked over the last 24 hours because he's risen above and he's done and, he, and, he, and he's done what he had to do for the caucus and he's done what he's had to do with the party. I'm, I'm really not prepared to rule him out um, in terms of the leadership. And the other thing is that, you know, often what happens is here is you could have two warring parties, and I think it's between Luxton and, it's, and, and uh, Bridges, sometimes those two warring parties have to come together and a third person uh, comes through the middle. And I'm just not prepared to rule Dr Shane Rete out. Well, he for knowing Ngarawa, and, you know, as Kiriama Wright says on Twitter, that we now have three Ngāpuhi uh. leading political parties, including Marama Davidson, David Seymour, now Shane Reti. Yeah. Is there only one more to get? What is it get? with the North? Calvin should have stayed in, in you know, knocked Jacinda off, and we would have had four Ngāpuhis running the show. Yes. What is it with the, with the North? What is it with the North? Yes, and politics. Well, be, be, being, being the people that were first colonised, you know... And we, all signed the treaty? Long time ago. You know, the, the, you know we've had the treaty, we've had... Mm. All sorts of uh, things happen up there, and you know we rise above it. Cream rises to the top. Yeah, wow. just settle, just Maybe. just settle your treaty, mate. And okay, let's look at sweet. some of the other contenders. Christopher Luxon is mm. is uh, won the botany seat in 2020 following um, the Jamie Lee Ross scandal. He was the CEO for Air New Zealand. People seem yes. to like that. Um, so what? <laughs> he's spokesperson for land information, government research, science, manufacturing and transport. Yeah, it's not seriously, I'm not being facetious. So what? The CEO of a mon- monopoly where you have a whole bunch of people paid $300,000 to help you make decisions and you actually can't really make the strategic decisions without going to the board and John Key was on the board. It's a totally over-exaggerated CV. What do you think, Tay? Yeah, I, I think, you know, when... when it, it, it's like Shane says, you've got a... You're running a business... But at the back of you, the the government is there to catch you if you if you fail, and they have done a couple of times. So yeah. I don't I don't uh, think one so. commentator this morning said one year in politics just not enough. If and suggested that um, if if he was a woman, you know, everyone would be talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it could be. Look, I, I actually think he's not as good as he thinks. 
But here's the other thing. Well, they, let's they, talk, they, they, but here's the other thing. They've tried an experiment and failed dismally. 53 days or 55 days the guy was the leader of the opposition. They can't get this one wrong. And why would you go with someone that has no experience and that people don't know? Kapai, let's move on to Mark Mitchell uh, from the Rodney electorate. He's been in Parliament since 2011. He's tipped to contest the Auckland mayoralty and has a defence background. Thoughts? Yeah. I, I, think, I think Mark is, uh, is uh, a very, very capable. And I think he may be the one and because he has experience in that field, he may be the one that brings the factions together. He may be the one that brings most of the people around the table, other than other than Judith. Hmm. Shane, yeah, I think he could be in sort of a Holyoke mode, build build towards the middle. But I don't. I just don't know whether he's going to have the numbers in the caucus. And you know, he had a crack at it last time, didn't didn't actually run in the end. And yeah, I just don't know whether he's got the numbers. But he's building, again, he could be a compromised candidate. But he's building the leadership team as we speak. Okay. I'm going to move right on to Chris Bishop, spokesperson for COVID-19 Well, response. like I said, I said, I, 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 well, I haven't said it yet, um, but I'm going to. You're going to. Um, uh, is a Willis Bishop uh, team. I'd, I'd love for them to, uh, as young people, jump up and say, right, we're the team, Bishop as leader or Willis as leader. But it's a package. You get us both. Shannon's going to get your response to Chris no, Bishop. No, you can't have Bishop and Willis because they're both from Wellington. They're both sort of that urban, that urban liberal. If I was Chris Bishop, I'd wait my, my turn if it's not going to be this cycle. You know, the guy's only 38. He's got a little bit of time. I think he, sometimes he's over places can't with the COVID thing. And, uh, yeah, it just isn't time. He's the only one that's held how, how, uh, yeah. the Prime Minister and your lot to account over COVID. Do you agree? Uh, he, he, no, no, no. He, he is one of them. Uh, he is one of them. But I also think that Shane Lete, when he was able to run his dialogue, he, he, he did make some very good traction in there. And the other person, you are quite right, that has uh, held this government to account, particularly in housing, is Willis. Yes. So uh, she has a degree in literature, diploma in journalism. She's worked for both Key and English. Uh, she's been on the list since 2018. Tell me why you like Nic uh, Nicola Willis. Because I think today you have to have a woman. Let's, let's put the cards on the table. If you think that you are going to have a leadership team of male and male, you are stupid. You are, you are out the gate stupid. It, there has to be in the team male, female. End of story. Shane? Also, you know, um, part of that is, is she's, a, she's a, a mum of young kids, so she brings a sort of realistic perspective. Four. And, yeah, four kids. And also, I actually had a bit of time uh, discussion with her. She's really likeable. And so I'm going to ask you your picks now. So, To, you know, if you could, with all of those people in the mix, who would you be picking, voting for, if you were in the court? If I was in there... Most probably myself. No, no, no. Um, I, I would, if I was there, he is from the north. Yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'd be voting for uh, Mark Mitchell, and it's, it's because I don't think Shane is is going to be there, even though he's the loveliest person on earth. Um, would he be a deputy? Well, you got to have a woman. Right. So you'd have Mitchell and. I'd have Mitchell as leader, and Willis as deputy leader. Shane. If it was my choice. Rete Willis, urban, rural, liberal, socially conservative, and black Maori, Maori Pākehā. Great mix. Great mix. Well, there's been a few wild... There's a wild card. Uh, Erica Stanford 
study politics at Auckland Uni, worked in TV exporting mm. before becoming Murray McCulley's lecturer, uh, worked in the office. In 2017, when he retired, she stood for East Coast Bays and won. She's the spokesperson for ECE and immigration. What do you think? She's, she's actually very, very clever. Um, and she does the hard yards. She's always out there. I think it, it, I think it might be too early. I'm, I'm not not sure, but I, but I think it is the wild card, and uh, I, I think next time round, th this this leadership has to go from Tuesday next week to the election. Can't be any break. Mm. Mm. What do you th have? You got a wild card, or uh, is she yours? No, my wild my, my I think I think Rita is a wild card. And I hate to go on like a crack record record about him. Uh, I think she's. I think I think I think that she's in the wash. Um, particularly, you know, she made some good progress in terms of split family family and migration. But you know, overall, toes lot the Tories, very shallow gene pool and talent pool. Okay. Yeah, talk about shallow gene pool. I'm going to look at other leaders in Parliament. Party people reached out to some of the smaller political leaders about Shane Riti's interim appointment. And Marama Davidson, co-leader for the Greens, she said, and I quote, I've worked and interacted with Shane. He's one of the most dignified national MPs, and I know he cares about the well-being of Māori. To would other contenders have such strong relationships with party leaders? No. Here's the, here's the thing. Who cares what you think? It's not about you. It's not about whether you can work with anybody. The fact of the matter is the vote is with National Caucus. Nobody cares about whether Rawiri thinks they, they can get on with National or Marama Fox believes that can. That's not going to happen anyway. The Greens and the Nats aren't going to be in a coalition, for goodness sake. But, but they have worked together on climate change. Toa is right. They won't care what Marama Fox say, but they might care what Marama Davidson says. No, I, th I think that there are oh, some. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there are Marama, some. Marama. I think there are some central issues where you need to build cross uh, coalition support. You know, and we had that with the housing, and I think one which is very important is climate change. Hey, but don't forget that the Māori Party and the National Party actually had an agreement at one stage. The Māori Party told Party people that they're pleased that Dr Riti is at the helm, that he showed great leadership over the pandemic in the community. The jury, they say, is still out whether he can provide necessary yeah, change. Work out for yeah, but that's not, yeah, and that, that, that didn't work out too well. But does it? But does it give him a bit of credibility? It does give him a bit of credibility because I think there are issues where you can build, build cross-party support. We've seen it with housing, and I think we need to do it with with climate change because it's not about who's in government in the next three, six, nine. It's about the next twenty years. So okay. climate change is 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 a, is a nation builder issue. We're running out of time. Tweet, please. My my tweet of the day is actually about us. Remember last Tuesday yeah. when we called it. Before any of the mainstream uh, uh, people called it, this is from uh, Terry Boucher to at Trabac. Wouldn't that be the three of you laughing in between saying, I told you so? That's right. That was us about about what was happening. You, you get two tweets next week because we've run out of okay. time. A big mahi, of course, to Public Interest Journalism Fund for supporting this kaupa. Kiwai anō e te iwi tēnei te kōtaha o Pāri people. Ka hiki, ka whakahoki tōna Māori ki te wao, nui a tāne ki a tiakina atu ai anō ngā kōrero o te wā hei matapaki mā tātou. Ko mihi ngā rangi tēnei no horo mai.